You are now listening to the Rich Talk Podcast, where talk is never cheap, always rich. And I am your host, Mike Carter. Welcome. If it's morning time, hope you're having a great morning. If you're on the way to work, you're going to kill today. Today's going to be an awesome day at work. If you're at home in the middle of the day, chilling, relaxing, listening, I hope you're having a good day. Uh, If it's nighttime and you're headed to bed, Uh, I hope this information is going to be really, really, really good for you and you'll be able to sleep on it. And your spirit is actually talking to God's spirit while you're sleeping, giving you even more revelation of what I'm going to talk to you about today. Uh, I'm excited about today's episode. It is actually coming from a message that I taught a while back um, and the Lord spoke to me last week uh, when it was time for me to uh, pick a podcast topic because I got a whole bunch of podcast topics that I already have mapped out uh, for the coming episodes. Uh, But the Lord began to speak to me about today's podcast, which is entitled Deep Pockets. Now, Deep Pockets is a term, you know, that people use all the time and it's designed to mean that you have a lot of money. So if somebody's talking to you about somebody else who may be rich or have a lot of money, They'll say, oh, we got deep pockets. They pockets deep. Um, you know, so we understand that correlation between having money and that statement. But I want to take it a little further from a biblical perspective and show you that uh, that term can be derived from Scripture. With somebody having deep pockets and in particular, um, the revelation knowledge that God gives us is in the deep places in God. And that revelation knowledge is designed to produce richly for us in life, not just money, but it's absolutely designed to impact our finances. And I'm going to take you to a scripture where it is absolutely evident from a revelation standpoint. um, Jesus leads a group of men into a deep place in order for them to realize a level of financial increase that they hadn't seen. And so um, we're going to dive right into it. Before I get started, I want to encourage you all, if you have not already, to go and follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at i.am.mike.carter. So if you haven't followed me already, please go and do so. Um, A lot of great content on there. I'm always sharing videos and things that God put on my heart to share with everybody. Also on Facebook, you can follow me at facebook.com backslash Mike Carter, of course. Always great content on there. I like to have fun on Facebook a little more than I do on Instagram. Uh, And then Twitter, I'm on Twitter at underscore Mike underscore Carter. So follow me on all three of those social networks. I believe it'll bless your life. All right, let's get right into deep pockets for the day. And and, and I'm going to yield to the Holy Spirit and let him talk because I can sense already that he wants to say some things outside of what I've already outlined for this podcast. So I'm excited. Let's dive right into this thing. In Luke chapter five, we see the story of Jesus um, when he is teaching and the people begin to press on him. So he uses, uh, asks to use these fishermen's boat 
who eventually turned into disciples of his. And let's just read the text and we'll get an understanding of it. And then we'll dive into the revelation of it. Verse one says, so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Launch out into the deep, not the shallow, the deep. Verse five, but Simon answered and said to him, master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Now, this particular passage of scripture is very exciting because it enables us to see how God can lead us into prosperity, how God can lead us into rich increase. But the point that I want to make today is there's a reason that God told them to launch out into the deep. There's a correlation between the depth of that water and the depth of the wisdom and knowledge of God's spirit that we need to make today. Um, Jesus is telling them to launch out into the deep because a, it, a lot of people don't want to go where you have to go in order to receive from God what he really wants you to receive on that level of increase. God is not in the shallow places. God is not just going to readily pour millions and millions and billions of dollars upon someone who is not well-trained, someone who is not well-vested into the kingdom of God and into his spirit, someone who does not spend time with him, someone who does not intimately connect with him and dig for the revelation knowledge necessary to produce that kind of living in life. And so he tells them to launch out into the deep. Now, if you look, they have been fishing all night. Wherever they were, they didn't catch anything. They were so um, ready to go that they had already cleaned their nets by the time Jesus got there. And they was, they was packing up, man. They was ready to go home. And Jesus, after he used their boat, he said, launch out into the deep, man. Go into the deep place because that's where the fish are. The, 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 in, your increase is in the deep place. And so I want to say to you, your increase in the kingdom of God is in the deep places. It's not in... It's not in you playing in the shallow water, you know, and, and, and the thing about the deep places, it's uncomfortable. Imagine being these fishermen and you just finished fishing all night long and you've literally cleaned your net. You are ready to go home. And then the man of God comes and says, OK, go back out there. Man, we just finished all night toiling. We just finished all night working for nothing. And you want us to take our clean nets back out there and re-dirty them. That means we're going to have to re-clean them again. Once we, you know, if this, what you're talking about don't work, we're going to have to re-clean them again. We're going to have to redo all of those things again, but that's why you can't be lazy. You can't be passive. You can't be a procrastinator. You've got to move when God says to move because little did they know he was positioning them to catch more fish than they'd ever caught in their lives. And so today, I want to focus on the fact that God wants us to go to the deep places to receive the kind of increase that he wants us to receive. You can't give a half-hearted effort 
in your pursuit of God and expect to walk in rich increase financially. Because remember, this is rich talk. We're talking about money on this podcast from a biblical and kingdom perspective. Jesus told them to launch out into the deep because he knew that they would catch more fish than they ever caught in their lives. And his ultimate goal was to win them over so that they could become fishers of men. But he showed them in a supernatural manner that I can, I can command increase in your life in the deep place. And so that's where we want to look today. That's what we want to focus on. Your money is not in the shallow place of being lazy and working a nine to five job and never spending time in the word of God. Your money does not exist there. The wealth that God has for you, it exists in the deep places. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. And I want to show you this because it is so near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 is very cliche. Everybody says it all the time, but we need to spend some time with it to understand it. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, watch this, y'all. The deep things of God. So if you want to have deep pockets, you're going to have to know the deep things of God. If you want your money to never run out, you're going to have to be abreast of the deep revelation knowledge of the spirit of God. And the Bible tells us that I had not seen, ear have not heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man. Those are your five, those are sensory mechanisms, like your five senses. In other words, this, this thing is not physical. This thing is spiritual. And God's spirit knows the deep things of God. It searches the deep things of God to reveal to us what God has already prepared for us. And I'm letting you know now, your wealth, your riches, your increase is not in the shallow places. It's not in just reading the Bible. It's not in just going to church. You are going to have to be committed to the deep revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit in order to get where you want to go financially. That revelation knowledge is going to change the way you think. It's going to change the way you believe. It's going to change the way you speak. It's going to change the way you act. It's going to change what you expect. Expectation is so key. And when you begin to have revelation knowledge from God, when God begins to pull back the curtain and say things to you and show you things that you can't see on the surface, your expectation becomes different. You start living different. You don't think the way your neighbor thinks because they don't have access to the kind of supernatural information that you do, which is changing the way you think. So you begin to expect more out of life. You begin to expect to win and never lose. You begin to expect increase and not lack. You begin to expect overflow in your finances and not just enough or paycheck to paycheck living. You begin to expect different. Why? Because you're receiving information from a different source, a deeper source. And God requires us to be faithful over this. He requires us to put forth some effort. You know, there's, there's a saying, low-hanging fruit. And the reason why it's called low-hanging fruit is because it's easy to grab a hold to. Well, revelation knowledge from God is not low-hanging fruit. You're going to have to spend some time with him for him to begin to reveal to you the things that are designed to prosper you. And those things are in the deep places. That's why he sent the disciples out to, into the deep. He told them to launch out into the deep. There was no fish in the shallow water. The fish was in the deep. And some of us sometimes are too scared to go into the deep places where it makes us uncomfortable. So we won't go there. 
But God is saying you are going to have, if you want to have deep pockets, you're going to have to go to the deep places. And those deep places are the places of revelation knowledge when you spend time with his spirit. Because it, said, it tells us in 1 Corinthians 2 and 10 that God has revealed them to us through his spirit. God has revealed what he has for us to us through his spirit because his spirit searches the deep things of God. It doesn't say his spirit searches the shallow things of God. It says it searches the deep things of God. And so there are some things tucked away, not from you, but for you that God wants to reveal to you. And you got to get hooked up with his spirit in order to receive those things. Okay. I hope I'm making sense. And I hope this is really piquing your interest for you to begin to pursue God in the deep places, to begin to say, God, I want deep pockets. And there's nothing wrong with you having a lot of money. Let me say that now. A lot of people in the body of Christ um, have been hung up for so long on the fact that if anybody says anything about having money in church, they're greedy, they're covetous, it's not supposed to be about that, all of those types of things, all of these, uh, what, what I want you, all of these um, myths that the enemy has planted in our hearts and in our minds over time that cause us to make a vow to poverty when Jesus eradicated poverty on the cross. So now we simply just getting revelation knowledge of our rights and we're understanding who we are in Christ and what we are supposed to have. Okay. In Isaiah chapter 45 in verse three, it says, well, let me, I'm going to read from verse one. It says, thus says the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him and loose the armor of kings to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. That's God's way of saying there's nothing that's going to be able to contain you anymore. I'm going to make sure that nothing can contain you because I'm going to go before you and all of those things that, sh that should be able to contain you, I'm going to destroy them so that you won't be able to contain. You'll be able to expand and grow as big as possible. Like Jabez, when there's prayer, he said, enlarge my territory, enlarge my coast, uh, enlarge your coast, stretch out the place of your tent because you need to have big expectation for what I'm about to do for you. And then in verse three, Isaiah says, I will give you the treasures of darkness. And hidden riches, listen to this, of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Now, here's another reason why we got to go into the deep, because there are hidden riches in secret places. And remember earlier I said, God does not hide anything from you. He hides it for you. God absolutely wants to reveal to you where these hidden places are. Some of you are in business and there are secret places where God has hidden your increase. There are secret places where God has hidden your business revenue, your profit, where God has hidden these things. And you have to spend time with him to get the revelation knowledge so that he can reveal to you where these places are. Another reason God wants you to spend time with him is because God wants you to enjoy what he blesses you with. And what God understands is if your heart is not right, you will not enjoy what he gives you. You know, there's a saying that if you give a person who has uh, if you give a person money, they just become more of what they already are. 
So if I am a giver and you give me money, I'm going to become a bigger giver. If I am a business person and you give me money, I'm going to become a big, bigger business person. By the same token, if I'm a drug addict and you give me money, I'm going to become more of a drug addict. If I'm an alcoholic and you give me money, I'm going to become a bigger alcoholic. Why? Because I have more money to spend on the thing that grips my character. So what God says is, okay, I'm going to put this wealth and riches in secret places. I'm going to hide it in deep places. And the only way you can access it is by spending time with me. Because as you spend time with me, I am going to change and cultivate your character in a way that's conducive to you handling what I bless you with properly. So I'm going to prune away and cut away all of the things that would cause you to destroy what I give you and possibly destroy yourself with what I give you before I release it to you. So that's why God wants us to spend time with him getting revelation knowledge from those deep places because he's cultivating our character. He's building our integrity to where we can handle the stuff and the stuff don't handle us. We don't want to be like the rich young ruler. We don't want to be a person who, who comes and asks a question, how do I receive eternal life? And then when Jesus tells him that, it involves him selling all of his possessions. And the Bible says he went away sad because Jesus told him, sell all your possessions, give to the poor, come and take up your cross and follow me. Jesus was literally, Jesus literally had an understanding that his biggest problem was materialism. He loved the stuff more than he loved God. He loved the things of the flesh more than he loved the things of the spirit. And so that's what God began to deal with him on because that was the thing hindering him from having the eternal life that he came and asked about. We don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the person who, when God begins to bless you with a new car, the new car has you more than God does. And so because God doesn't want you to be that way, he will train you first. He trains you by teaching you in the deep places. And if you want your pockets to be deep, your revelation is going to have to be deep. Your insight is going to have to be deep. Your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is going to have to be deep. Man, there is nothing more freeing than walking around with a pocket full of money. Can we just be honest about that? There's nothing more freeing than having a bank account full of money, to not have money issues, to not have to worry about money. To have uh, something come up that needs to be paid for and you can pay for it. To be able to plan vacations, to be able to buy your car when you want to go buy it, buy your house when you want to buy it. There is nothing to be able to give whenever you want to give. I'm a huge giver. Giving is everything to me. I, I want to be a blessing to as many people as possible. And I want to give in large amounts. So the sowing that I'm do right, doing right now, I am sowing literally so that I can get to the point where I can give in large amounts. But imagine how all of that stuff makes you feel when you have that kind of freedom, that kind of liberty with your money. Well, God wants you to have that. The Bible says that the, the uh, borrower is slave to the lender. God don't want us to be slaves to nobody. God wants us completely debt free, which I'm going to talk about the realities of debt freedom uh, in, in one of our com coming podcasts. I really, really want to dig into people's mindset. I've heard people say so many times that they're going to be in debt their entire lives. And people really believe that. People really believe that the only way you can survive in America or in life is to constantly be in debt and you're going to be in debt the rest of your life. That is such a lie from the pits of hell. You will, you will not be in debt your entire life. Debt freedom is a kingdom reality for every single person 
who has made Jesus Christ the Lord of their life. And we just simply have to put our expectation and our faith in that. But imagine how good all of those different positions financially feel. That's what God wants us to experience. But he wants us to experience it in a way in which we can freely enjoy everything that he gives us. God does not want our wealth to be a burden to us. He doesn't want us having deep pockets to be burdensome. You know, Biggie Smalls came out with that song years ago, More Money, More Problems. God don't want us to experience our wealth like that. That's that's world wealth. Kingdom wealth is not about more money, more problems. It's about more money, more seed. It's about more money, more people I can help. It's about more money, more kingdom uh, I can build, more kingdom advancement we can put forth. That's what God wants more money to be about for us. And so he trains us in that way. He, he, he renews our mind. He changes our belief system so that we love him more than we love the stuff. We love him more than we love anything else in the world, including the material wealth and possessions he gives us. That's what deep pockets is all about in the kingdom of God. Okay. All right. So we're going to look at one last scripture and then we're going to be done for the day. And this scripture is literally one of my favorites on this particular topics. It is Romans chapter 11 and verse 33. Romans chapter 11 and verse 33 is one of my very, very favorite scriptures because to me, it captures this topic and this title and this revelation greater than even the story in Luke, or even though Luke 5 is great, it's tremendous when Jesus tells the disciples to launch out into the deep, let down your nets for a catch. That is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, story and parable and, and example of our wealth, riches, and increase being in the deep places. Because the Bible said that they, kept, they caught so many fish that their nets began to break. And I begin, I, you know, I just look at that as a net-breaking blessing and i also thought about how in our culture today whenever something goes viral or somebody comes out and puts something out that um you know really captures everybody on the internet they say they broke the internet or they broke the net well this particular thing that jesus told the disciples to do literally broke the net it broke their nets and they had a net breaking blessing they had boatloads of fish so much so that they had to call their partners to come in and help them grab the fish because the Bible says that then their boats begin to sink. And that brings forth another powerful revelation. It's dangerous to hold on to everything that God gives you. God gives you too much for a purpose. He gives you too much for you to release it. If they had tried to hold on to all of those fish, it literally would have sank their boats. They would have drowned and died. All the fish did defeats the purpose of God, even blessing them. God never intends for us, us to keep everything he gives us because he gives us too much. So the intention is for you to give some of it to other people because you don't want your boat to sink because you're trying to hoard up everything. You remember the rich farmer, the Bible said that God blessed him and he, he and, and he blessed his, his farm tremendously and he fared sumptuously and he thought to himself, let me build bigger barns so I can store more of this stuff instead of saying, you know what? I got too much. Let me be a blessing to somebody else. That's how God wants us. And the Bible says later on that night, the Lord came to him and said, your soul is required of you. Now, who does all this stuff belong to? You can't take it with you. So you might as well share it. Okay. Let's look at Romans chapter 11, verse 33. It says, oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Did you hear that? Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Those things are deep. 
You're not going to get the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God playing on the shallow ground, staying above the surface. You are going to have to go deeper. Okay. It says how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. What that literally means is that God is going to reveal this stuff to us. You can't just go open up a book and get a secret from God. You can't do it. You can't even do that with the Bible. You have to spend some time digging. You have to spend some time going deep. And that is going to result in your finances being as huge and as large and as monumental as they ever have been. Because the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God is there for you to partake of. God don't have that stuff hidden in the deep places for himself. He wants you to get access to it. And he knows the, 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 the devil can't get access to it. He knows demonic forces can't get access to it. But you can't. If you're willing to spend the time digging and going deep until the Holy Spirit begins to reveal to you what it is that he has for you. All the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to have deep pockets. And the way that you have deep pockets is by pursuing the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. You have to get revelation knowledge from God. You have to hear God speak to you and tell you I'm rich. You have to know that you are abundance. You have to know that you are abundantly blessed already. These are things that come from the depth of the riches and the wisdom of God. You have to begin to see yourself differently. The only way you can see yourself differently is by having revelation knowledge of how you really are. God has to reveal to you who you really are. And when he does that, you begin to see yourself the same way he sees you. You have to see yourself rich. You have to see yourself with buku money. You have to see yourself with overflow. You have to see yourself with way more than enough. And you have to see yourself blessed enough to be able to handle it and still walk in godly character and integrity and holiness. Money doesn't move you. You move money because you are rich on the inside. You became rich before the money ever even showed up. That is the definition, literally, of deep pockets. And so I want you to go for it. And declare over yourself, I have deep pockets. But this time when you say it, it's going to mean something different to you. It's also going to make you kind of hesitant to say somebody else has deep pockets. Because if they're not in line with the spirit of God, then they got something else. They don't have deep pockets. All right? I love y'all so much, man. Uh, that's it for today's episode. I truly, truly hope it blessed you guys. It really blessed me while I'm sitting here teaching it. Again, follow me on Instagram, i.am.mike.carter, on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mike Carter, and on Twitter, underscore Mike, underscore Carter. Until next episode, remember y'all, this is the Rich Talk Podcast, where talk is never cheap, always rich. And I encourage you to be rich. Peace. Oh. Oh.